Welcome back to Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End Chat. This is episode 93. Uh, my name's Jim Byrne. In this episode, we hear Pat chatting to Carla Woodburn. Carla's a poet. She's the poetry editor at the Scots Language Centre. She's an author and she's the host of the show Express Yourself on Sunny Govan Radio. That's a show that features poets and music and as it says on their blurb, the chat's minimal but the banter's maximum. Carla currently lives in Glasgow, uh, but originally she comes from Tain in the Scottish Highlands. Okay, let's get right to the chat. Here's Pat chatting to Carla Woodburn. Carla Woodburn here today. Hi, Carla. Hi. I don't know how to describe Carla. She does so many things, but she's a poet, a published poet, and she's a radio presenter, and the pop um, editor on Scots Language Centre, Scottish Poetry Section, mm-hmm. is that right? The Got Poetry right? Column. The Poetry Column, which is great. Good <laughs> look you. at that. And um, also, you, the host at Tell It Slant. Uh, uh, a trustee at Tell It Slant Poetry Bookshop. <laughs> Uh, I've been, I have been a host there for events, mm-hmm. um, but at the moment we're not having events. Mm-hmm. So I'm the trustee and the board secretary mm-hmm. of the board. I probably thought you were the host because when I pick, when I, in the past when I've picked up uh-huh. events are on, it's I, been through you. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I was the I was host I was the host at Tell It Slant, um, but as I say, since COVID we've not been having events, so no. um, it'll come back. It'll come back. <clears throat> well. <clears throat> You've certainly come back with a bang. I mean, <clears throat> what a year. <laughs> I mean, I can't believe that, that, that so many things you're in, involved in, Carla. And that was fantastic getting your book, book published. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I'm delighted with the book. So I am. Uh, it's just a collection. It's called Carla. Uh, and it's a collection of all my poetry since, you know, since I from his, historic poetry from teenage years to poetry more recent. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like a full collection. Mm-hmm. So I'm really happy with it. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I like your poem, um, A Healing Lass, because, of course, you are a healing uh-huh. lass. I'm from Tain in the Highlands. I moved to Glasgow when I was 19, and I've been living here ever mm-hmm. since. So I've actually been living in Glasgow longer than I've been living in the Highlands now, yeah. so by about a year or two. Mm-hmm. Oh, <clears throat> that was very brave uh-huh. as a teenager. Well, my family are from, uh, my dad's from Mogai, my mum's from Drumchapel, so they're, they're from here and they moved up to the Highlands when Nig started up, so mm-hmm. uh, just for, for money and work, you know, and then they had me. But I just decided to move to Glasgow because I thought that the Highlands, there was, you know, there was opportunities, more, more opportunities in Glasgow than there are in the Highlands. So. Yeah. Um, I like, on, <clears throat> I follow you on Twitter. Oh, yeah, I noticed, I noticed, that's good. <laughs> and I like, I mean, I think, um, well, in my head anyway, not that I know an awful lot about poetry, but in my head, you're quite, I don't know how to describe it, but quite... Poetry seems to be with you all the time. Yeah, because yeah. you quite often your tweets are wee poems. Yeah, yeah, and I, yeah. Think, I think that's great. Yeah, <laughs> I think um, 
God, I live and breathe poetry, you know. It's like, because I'm doing so many, like, I think all my projects that I do, they're all poetry-focused and they're all to do with poetry and there's a lot of them. So there's no stop, you know, like, so I can get an email with poetry sent to me at any time of the day. So, um, yeah, just con- it's constant. And uh, because there's because everything I do is involved with poetry, it's just... You know, it's constant. I have to tell certain friends, you know, it's not all poetry. I do have a, a different life that <laughs> involves other things. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it's great getting you. How's, how's your book doing? It's great, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's published through Leamington Books in Edinburgh, an Edinburgh publisher, which I'm glad about as well because I quite like, obviously I'm Glasgow-based, but I like the fact that my book's published in Edinburgh because it's kind of like... Um, you know, Edinburgh's known for literacy and creative writing and stuff like that. So for me to be published back in Edinburgh, I really like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, but no, the book's doing well. It's uh, sold a lot of copies. Um, it's lovely cover. Yeah, it's and the cover, the cover is an ambigram of my name, so it reads the same that way as it does that oh, way. Very clever. Uh, so it's an ambigram, it reads the same upside down and back to front. I haven't even ever heard that expression, that yeah. word. Well, I don't know if you've seen, but I, I work closely with, I've got a great friend, John Langdon, you've maybe seen me talk about him on mm-hmm. the on the internet. He is an ambigram designer right. and he designed the cover of my book. He's designed the Express Yourself logo, which is Express Yourself is the name of the events that I run, I always run Express Yourself events and my radio show is called Express Everything comes under the name Express Yourself, what mm-hmm. I a do. A good name. Um, so, yeah, so he, he designs the logos. He also designs the ambigram, you know, the movie Da Vinci Code? Yeah. He mm-hmm. designed all the lo- oh, logos fantastic. in that movie. So he's mm-hmm. really famous. Oh, so, uh, yeah. yeah, I like That's working with him. Like Thank you. So, it's great, actually. Well, it's great, great, great achievement getting mm-hmm. the book together. Mm-hmm. Really fantastic. I mean, the first time um, I think we met was at the um, Glasgow Literary Lounge, mm-hmm. and that was through Ruby. Ruby That's McCann, right. Yeah, he mm-hmm. was a, a great mm-hmm. friend of mine, mm-hmm. and, and very, very, very much missed. Uh-huh, absolutely. Yeah. No, she was great. Mm-hmm. Something like yourself, actually. So many irons in the fire mm-hmm. and very very enthusiastic mm-hmm. about promoting um, writing mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. promoting other people mm-hmm. because you, you, you're, that's, you're working hard that's a main that's my main but it's not my main focus because I, I like my own poetry and I like doing my own poetry but a big part of what I do is promoting other people's work mm-hmm. oh, yeah I can I, see I like that. that and also um this is very, very interesting stuff you're doing with the um, editing the Scottish oh, poetry. Yeah, that is great. Mm-hmm. That's um for me that well so far it's been three years I've been doing that. So so far I've published thirty six Scottish poets. That's brilliant. Yeah. So um and it's great because I I love it especially like it's all different ages you know all different different genders different ages and I, recently the last person I published was eighty six. And for me, he's just sitting in a care home, you know, and he's like, uh, he doesn't really go out much. He can't go out much because he's not, he's not um, able to. Mm-hmm. So to publish somebody's work that's not able to do much, yeah. 
I get so much out of that. Mm-hmm. You know? That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And that, that must have been a real thrill for him. Uh, aye, he was delighted. And mm-hmm. he's sending me all his poetry. He keeps on sending me poetry, <laughs> you know. So, uh-huh. yeah, he is delighted. Yeah. And um, he's, he's a funny man. He makes me laugh, mm-hmm. you know. No, it's very, it's very enjoyable and very um, diverse. Mm. Um, I was pleased to see Janet Crawford. Ash, um, her poem, mm-hmm. her Scots just rolls off her tongue, Janet's you know. great. Uh-huh. Um, Jim and Janet did something mm-hmm. together, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, it was um, her her words, yeah. and then he put music to it. Yeah, I mean, coming up for air. Right. It's, it's absolutely lovely. Uh-huh. I'll need to, really, I'd love to listen to it's, that. It's lovely. Mm-hmm. Until Jim had mentioned yeah, it before. Yeah, yeah, no, it's very, very... Um, Where would I be able to hear that? Um, I'll get him to send you. He'll probably have an MP3 oh, or lovely. something. Yeah, I'd love that. Yeah, mm-hmm. We were talking about how fantastic it was. You're getting your book published this year, your own poetry. Mm-hmm. And you were saying that last... It's not all new poetry, because... Yeah, it's um, poetry from when I was a teenager, because like, I wrote poems in school as well, so... Er, um, well, that's when I started writing poetry, was in school, so it's poetry from very early on to poetry that's just, like, written really, really recent. So um, it's a full collection of all my poems that, you know, that were book-worthy. So, and the cover is designed by John Langdon, who is an ambigram designer. And an ambigram is something that reads the same from, it's like a mirror, you yeah. know, like symmetrical. I hadn't realised that, and I'd never heard that word. Mm-hmm. No, that's... So, um, and John also designed all the ambigrams in the film Da Vinci Code. Mm-hmm. There's an amazing photo of him with, um, oh, what's taught, not, um, who, what's that guy's name? Oh, God, I can't remember his name. Um, what's his name? Ah, doesn't matter. Anyway, he knows famous people in movies and stuff like that. <laughs> and now he knows you as well. And now he knows me. No, that, it's a lovely cover. Mm-hmm. So good luck with that. I'm ah. sure it's doing well. It is doing well. Ready. And the publisher just said to me recently that he was going to keep on... Pub- you know how sometimes after a certain amount they stop publishing uh-huh. it? So he says, oh, I'm going to keep pu- going to keep selling mm-hmm. this. Well, that's good because um, I think things have been a bit slower even getting off the ground mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. the pandemic and everything, yeah. you know. Yeah. People have not been getting into bookshops yeah. the same and everything. So is it in any of the libraries? It's in, oh, I don't know about libraries, mm-hmm. to be honest Should with you. Should ask. Mm-hmm. But I know it's in, like, Waterstones, yeah. Amazon, uh, it's in Tell It's Land yeah. Poetry Bookshop, mm-hmm. it's in... Um, but, yeah, I've not checked Ask, libraries. Um, be, because um, our book, Ten Writers Telling Lies, mm-hmm. they took that in the Mitchell. Right. And wow. also Hill Head Library. Okay, okay. So I would ask, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. they've got most, most, like, Hill Head Library and then Clyde Bank Library, mm-hmm, of course, mm-hmm. you're down there. I'd love to do um, it in Clyde Bank Library. Well, Hill Head Library, they've got a um, Scottish section. Ah, okay, so, okay. And the other thing, Carla... Um, I'm going this week to an event in Helmsborough mm-hmm. Library, mm-hmm. an evening with Mary Edward. Mm-hmm. Don't know if you know Mary, mm-hmm. she's written lots of books. Right. She's a fabulous um, book, um, Gallowgate. Uh-huh. Really, really interesting. I mean, Mary's been around for a long, long time. She's, Mary's even older than me. Mm-hmm. And um, so they have these events. Um, Libraries love doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would like to do more events with my book, to be honest with mm-hmm. you. And 
uh, book readings and um, you know library events and stuff. Mm-hmm. I would actually really like that. Um, I probably should make that a Definitely. focus of mine. I mean, the first time I I I've seen you perform, mm-hmm. you know, more than once. Um, the first time was at Glasgow Literary mm-hmm. Lounge. Mm-hmm. And that was through Ruby McCann, mm-hmm. who was a great friend of mine and sadly da- died not so long ago. And um, there's something about you that reminds me of Ruby because I think it's that it's a passion mm-hmm. for writing and poetry, but also this very generous promotion of other people. Right, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which obviously is you, you do yeah. a, a lot mm-hmm. with your radio show in Sunny mm-hmm. Govan and also um, in your um, this, the, your editing for the, the poetry at the Scots, Scots Poetry uh, the Scots Language Centre no that's great so I've had a good look at that um, I think that I was saying I think it's 36 poets that I've published in Scots which is like mega you know really um, really like that uh, aye, it's great it's great Including Janet Crawford. Including Janet Crawford. And I, I just think her poet, her mm-hmm. Scots poetry is just... It was a poem about her mother, actually, that had passed away. So it was a really, you know, emotional poem mm-hmm. that Janet wrote. But the way she delivered it was just yeah. just beautiful. And on film, and she's very relaxed mm. and very clear. Mm. No, yeah. it's so lovely. It's, it, love, I've listened to it a few times, I'll actually. have you, right? Okay, yeah, it's please. lovely. Um, Jim did some work with, with mm-hmm. Janet, I think you know that, mm-hmm. and the um, coming up for year, mm-hmm. she wrote the words. I'd love to hear it. And Jim, Jim will send you that, and he wrote the music. And yeah, it, it's nice to see. Um, I mean, I'm not used to, very used to hearing Scots language. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's lovely in mm-hmm. poetry, and but I'm glad that um, it's having a sort of resurrection. Yes. Yeah, it really is. I think um, it's been promoted a lot right mm-hmm. now, and I think uh, the governments are funding it and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And you don't want to lose that language. No, no. I mean, it's, it's ironic because um, when we were wee, I mean, my father spoke quite differently from my mother. Mm-hmm. My mother's background were Irish, and um, my father were very Scottish. And my father used to say, you know, have lots of expressions. And we used to hear neighbours mm-hmm. with expressions mm-hmm. that we didn't mm-hmm. use. Mm-hmm. Like, and our neighbours up the street, they were always talking about Ben the Kitchen. And like, my, my father would maybe have said that, mm-hmm. but um, mm-hmm. none, none of us. Mm. And you were actually, um, I've thought about this quite a lot lately, you were actually praised for being well-spoken. Uh-huh, that's true. And, and well-spoken meant you were never seen doing a route mm-hmm, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. anything. So you were, get, you were getting it um, sort of battered out of you yeah, yeah. <laughs> from all corners, yeah, you know, from yeah, school yeah. and, you know, from your aunties. and. Yeah, yeah. 100%. It's like that. Um, so I think right now... It's more encouraged to mm-hmm. to speak your tongue, you know, mm-hmm. which is nice. Um, but yeah, I think that's something that we see a lot in the Scots Language mm-hmm. Centre. People saying that that's mm-hmm. a recurring yeah. thing that people uh-huh. say. I think it's also um, really important for schools mm-hmm. and for children. You know, with maybe a strong Glasgow dialect, mm-hmm. 
that they wouldn't feel um, that there's something wrong with that. Mm-hmm. And because you, obviously that sort of quenching, if that's been pushed down, that's sort of stultifying the fluency of kids, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I think. Um, yeah, absolutely. And you need to feel comfortable in the way that things come out your mouth mm-hmm. or else it's an uncomfortable experience just having a conversation with somebody. So, no, that's important. I think... Um, yeah, I like the work I do with the Scots Language Centre. They're great to great people as well. We've got a Christmas night out in a couple of weeks, which we're looking forward to. They just sent the email yesterday. So um, I'm looking forward to that. Well, that's good because you probably don't get to see each other face no, to face. No, we don't. We don't. It's all online. Um, so, um, yeah, it'll be really great. Uh, Actually, there's I think smashing. most of them I've never met before. So oh, I'll be I'm looking, really uh, looking that, forward that, to that. That is great. Mm. And then you're also doing your stuff on Sunny Govern? Yep, that's uh, once a month at the moment. The, the first Tuesday of every month, um, an hour show. Uh, I, I was thinking of changing it to do a two-hour show, but to be honest, I think poetry... I think people lose interest if it goes on too long. I think an hour show is just fine, you know, because um, I, I did do a two-hour show recently and I just think it was too long, you know. So uh, I was going to start doing two-hour shows, but then I'd done one and I realised, you know, just stick with the hour. You'd be hoarse for the time. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, but no, it was great anyway, but I definitely think it's more punchier mm-hmm. if it's just a one-hour show, yeah. if it's a two-hour. Was it on Sunday, Gavin, that you had your Ukrainian work? Yes, on? yes. I, my, my last radio show was a Ukrainian poet from Kiev who was who was based in Kiev and we'd done the interview over Zoom mm-hmm. and his all his poetry was war poetry. So it was really interesting and uh, you can find that on my Mixcloud page which is Mixcloud and then Carla Woodburn mm-hmm. and there's like a, a lot of previous mm-hmm. radio shows. Yeah on I think that. that's where I saw it. Oh, Alright, yeah. okay, mm-hmm. cool. No that was that was um, I was surprised. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean mm-hmm. that I wasn't expecting that kind of range. Yeah, yeah. So that that's mm-hmm. good for you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I came really third, uh, thirteenth in the global poetry charts. So that was cool. Oh my God. I know, I know. Uh, I think that's just a weekly chart because it disappeared after the week. So, um, but it's great. Uh, it's quite cool. Well, you should go on it again. I know, well, I've, I didn't you? even try, I didn't even try, mm. it just seemed to happen, yeah. so um, yeah, I, I do that, every month I'm going to upload my shows onto that, so, um, onto that, on, and onto my mm. mixed cloud, so, mm. um, yeah, hopefully I manage to make another chart, <laughs> chart know. topper. No, that was absolutely fantastic. Mm. So, um, so, and what what have you got lined up for the 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 poetry on the your editing? You just wait on that coming in, or do you? Um, well, no, I uh, I you, chase you it up. Sort of I chase it up. People. Yeah, I chase it up every month. Uh, I put a message out asking people to get involved. I do it on social media, um, and they they get involved. And I've actually got so many people that want to be involved that I don't, I don't need to put advertise at the moment so mm-hmm. so that's good um and yeah I'm, I'm just busy doing that that's you know it's constant ongoing and then with the radio it's you know i um, i always find people uh, people to interview and stuff like that so um yeah i've got a lot coming up actually i've got tomorrow 
uh, Tuesday I have the Glasgow Lit- Literary Lounge right. and that's in the Scotia Bar mm-hmm. so I've got a poetry performance there and then I have um, oh, I'm busy actually I've got then the Scots Language Centre things coming up and then I'll have on the 6th of December the radio show so there's quite a lot Go, go, go. Mm-hmm. They're good for you. Keeps it's me fantastic. busy. It keeps me busy. Oh, certainly, you're certainly busy. Mm. Um, so it was good to run into you at the... It'll be um, a nice evening. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was great. That was the um, Scottish Writers mm-hmm. event for the Ruby McCann writing workshops. Yes. And with Rog Glass. It was great, wasn't it? It Rog, was he great. Was, he, Rog Glass was he super. It was fantastic. And I'd never met Rog before. I've been in touch with him because um, we have that common interest, the same as yourself and Alistair mm, Gray. Of course. And um, so, I mean, I just was so, so fond of Alistair mm-hmm. and admired him so much mm-hmm. and um, knew him a bit, mm-hmm. met him a bit, had been to see him in his house and whatnot, but you've got a much more interesting yeah. and long-standing connection with Alistair. Do you well, want to talk a wee bit about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Alistair was a family friend, so my gran knew Alistair. My gran sadly passed away um, maybe about 15 years ago, Jill Woodburn. Um, but my gran Jill, she knew Alistair. Um, I think they knew each other through Alistair's wife. And then later on in years, my mum... Before I was born, my mum and dad lived with Alistair in Kersland Street and my mum tidied Alistair's house and that paid her rent. Good arrangement. Mm-hmm. So um, that was that was really cool. And then later on in my life, I've, I'd met Alistair when I was younger and stuff like that, but I don't really remember it. But I, I know, I'm, I'm aware that I've met him. And then uh, later on in life, when I poetry was getting busy for me and everything, I was like, I must meet Alistair, you know, and make contact. So I tried to make contact a few times and um but um without success and then sadly he passed away. So I tried to make contact again and I got in touch with Rog Glass mm-hmm. and it transpired that um they were they were gonna celebrate Al- Alistair's life through um an event called Grey Day. Mm-hmm. So they asked would I be and I was doing the radio at that time so I, I, they, we'd done a radio show together there was myself Sorcha Grey Alistair, um, who is the custodian for Alistair Grey's work she runs the, the archive the, the archive mm-hmm. owns and runs the archive so yeah I had done a radio show with Sorcha Rog Glass and Alan Reich so there was the three of us Alan's the professor at the University of Glasgow or Strathclyde it's one or the other um, and he is a in creative creative writing so it was like big big dudes that I was working with so it was cool and we'd, we'd done this radio show it was all about Alistair Gray and his, his work and it was celebrating Alistair Gray's life and that's that's also if you want to listen to that it's on the Mixcloud page oh, yeah, under Carla Woodburn yeah. it's brilliant mm-hmm. so um, yeah it's, it's well worth a listen actually it's a two hour show mm-hmm. so it's great Um so yeah, there there's that, and then more more recently, like just last Friday, I actually went to the Gray the Alistair Gray Archive, spent the day there, um, met so it's in you get the subway to George's Cross, 
Yeah, do you know the whiskey bond? No. You know the, I think the area they call the basin up by Mary Hill? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's up mm-hmm. the back of the basin, up, mm-hmm. up that way. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I just Google, Google mapped it and followed <laughs> this map and took me there. So it was, a, it was a great day and real adventure. And it was just a, and a seeing all his work. I mean, Sorcha is the custodian for Alistair Gray's art and everything. And she's, excuse me, she's got everything from um, his chair that he used to sit on to his carpet that was in his house. She's got all these old pencils and pens, all stored the way they were already sto- mm-hmm. stored when he had them, you know. And then, of course, she's got his artwork, his writing, letters to his wife, you know. you, I'm, like, I must be a hard person to live with and all that. Thank you for putting <laughs> up with me. Imagine. Amazing mm-hmm. just uh, artwork and history there, mm-hmm. you know. And she's, uh, she's got... She welcomes people to go along and visit. I, I think I, I would like to go. Mm-hmm. She welcomes. I, I, um, I would really like to go. I mean, I, I loved going to see Alistair at any event, mm-hmm. and I've got quite a few reviews mm-hmm. on my right. website. Yeah. But um, he, was, he was such a nice, nice man. Mm-hmm. And I, I first met him in 2002. Right, OK. And it was to, to interview him for, as a local character uh-huh. and writer mm-hmm. for the um, website. Mm-hmm. But, and I met him in the ubiqu- ubiquitous chip mm-hmm. along with Morag, his wife, mm-hmm. who, who's died as well. Mm-hmm. And that's who um, the letters to Morag. <laughs> oh, she was she was a character mm-hmm. as well, you know. Um, she um, was what, what did she created mm-hmm. crossword puzzles? Oh, did she? Which I think must have been the hardest one of the hardest things in the world. Wow, you know, that's I mean, amazing. Yeah, that was her job. Um, that's that, wow. Yeah, that I was her job. Um, but it, when when I met Alistair. He wasn't the slightest bit interested in talking about himself. Mm-hmm. Not not mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. I actually was put on to him um, by Paul Curry. Mm-hmm. Paul was the manager of the John Smith's bookshop at the university. Mm-hmm. So I had I got to know Paul and he he did he went walking mm-hmm. with Alistair mm-hmm. because at that time I would have felt Alistair Gray was too important mm-hmm. for me to mm-hmm. approach, mm-hmm. you know. And um, he was saying, "Oh no, you know, um, you know, he'd be up for chatting, mm-hmm. and by God, he was. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it was, it was, you know, it was just so. Um, it was like a big boy, mm-hmm. you know, very exuberant, mm-hmm. very endearing, and no ego, what mm-hmm. whatsoever. And you know, he would. I was want to find out about things, and." Um, he was saying to me, but what did your father do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he was dying to tell me about other people, like um, Alan Richardson, mm-hmm. who's a, an artist. Right. And um, he's also a street cleaner. Mm-hmm. And, and so you see him by a road. Yeah. Very talented mm-hmm. artist. So I, I was all taken on with him from, from his whole personality mm-hmm. from, from the minute I met him. And it was so sad when he had that bad fall. Oh, I remember you know, that. That was it. Was, that it was, was a really a shame because then he wasn't getting out and about anymore. Yeah. But I, I would phone him up from time to time and have a wee blether, you know. Mm-hmm. And it, it was just I, I really liked him. Mm-hmm. And then I saw him. Um, he said to come along, so I I went along. With, you know, I took the ten writers book mm-hmm. or book with with me, and um, because some people had commented 
that the, the Jim actually arranged all the design, and it was a um, a tattoo artist right. um, that um, it created the images, right. but. Some people said it reminded him a bit of Alistair's oh, work, right. so I wanted him to see it. And then um, he was so interested in it, and he sat and read one of the stories. I mean, I don't mean aloud. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just sat and mm-hmm. read it, and I just sat. Mm-hmm. And it was a um, brilliant story, actually, by McNaughton called um, Big Toe. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, oh, that was so good. So I was all delighted, uh-huh, you know. Yeah. But it was lovely seeing him, but he was very frail. Mm-hmm. Was, was that after frail. his fall or before his oh, fall? Oh, no, a long time after it. It wasn't long before he died. Mm-hmm. Um, because I just wasn't seeing him out. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So um, so I would, that's when I started giving him a, a wee ring right, now okay. and again. Um, and he was always up for a chat. And uh-huh, uh-huh. Just such such an exuberant personality. Mm-hmm. I saw him, you you maybe saw him as well, um, at the Tell It Slant. It was the event for the um, Palestinian, with the Palestinian. No, I don't think I, I think that was maybe before I had before taken over. Yeah. Oh, probably, probably. Um, I mean, it, what a contribution, and he wasn't. I mean, I had only read poor things mm-hmm. when I met him, and I was saying to him, I, um, I must read Lanark, and yeah. he was saying, Oh, don't bother, <laughs> don't bother. <laughs> and then, um, that art, I know you've been because I, I asked before in the auditorium, um, at Orin Moore, yeah, yeah, it's I mean, gorgeous. Oh, my goodness, yeah, what work! It's just mm-hmm. it's the most incredible building mm-hmm, absolutely i mean i don't think a lot of people in glasgow know know that exists mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no that, that that took alistair a long long time with helpers yeah no to oh my god it's wonderful it's mm-hmm. such a beautiful yeah i was at a wedding there just recently and it was just like wow you know looking at all the work and it was a great um great achievement of his as well isn't it absolutely Absolutely, and then the, that fabulous exhibition at the Kelvin Grove. Mm-hmm. I've never seen that. Really. But, but that, Carla, it was a shame you didn't. Um, it was sure would have loved to have met you. Yeah, yeah. Having, um, yeah, with the connection, it is a shame. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I think he was like, he could, I had hoped that he inspired me or had words, some, some type of word, of advice or words of wisdom to pass on to me and that's what I was hoping for but working with um working with Sorch Sorcha Grey who is no relation by the way coincidentally they've got the same second name but she's not a relation but working with Sorcha and um Rog Glass like I've I've taken a lot of you know information and, and support and like um education and stuff from them so that's great and I had a great, great conversation about art and um, future plans with Sorcha on Friday there. Oh, that's so, good. Mm-hmm. That's I was great. in the archive for just hitting on two hours, an hour yeah. and a half, two hours. Uh-huh. So it was a good afternoon uh-huh. spent there. I'll definitely go. Oh, I, hadn't, I, hadn't, really I, I hadn't kind of occurred to me that you could mm-hmm. arrange mm-hmm. to... Yeah, yeah, it's free as well, like you know. Mm-hmm. She especially wants to like, hear from people that have an interest in Alistair or mm-hmm. have stories as mm-hmm. you do mm-hmm. of Alistair so that's um, something mm-hmm. that she's really interested in you know mm-hmm. 
So. Yeah, no, I, I will, I will um, most, most definitely, definitely do that. So um, that's good that you're um, going to be doing something with the, the literary lounge. Yeah, I'm um, going to share poetry uh, with them tomorrow, just from my book, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, it's, a, it's like an open mic thing, so it'll be quite good. Mm-hmm. So have you decided on what you're going to read? Ooh. Well, I read you the healing last poem. I, I love that poem, It's the yeah. first one in the book, so mm-hmm. um, it's basically an introduction to who I am, so it mm-hmm. seems quite suiting that I, I read it. It's yeah, called Me. Uh-huh. I'm a healing lass, born and bred, just like the coo, a healing bairn of the tuna teen, a tatty lover and planter, fairy fields. My ma and da, they taught me wheel themselves for Glasgow dwellings. They didn't ken their daughter wouldn't play there with the same Glasgow tuning. I was born a healing lass, played the bagpipes in class, jumped the hay bales in dry grass, could talk a chupter if asked, albeit a bit more Glasgow as time's passed. I moved to the city in my later teens, for city life I was keen. All the bright lights and all the dancing, fancied my chancing, so as I did, took myself a gallivanting. But through all my years, only one passion sincere was my poetry, eh, my music, which I've always held dear. In all the tongues in which we speak, Gaelic, Doric, Scots, slang for the streets. Wherever you be, let your tongue gang free and lang live Scots lead, e poetry. <laughs> That's brilliant. What a fantastic Thanks voice. Thanks very much. That's great. Do another one. All right, OK. Uh, so I've got, like, what one will I do? It's the book's quite um there's a lot of like cheeky poetry in it. There's a lot of um like uh, kind of sexy poetry in it and there's like um cheeky poetry, humorous, funny, it's just, it's not like a really it's, it's quite dark in places as well, but it's really quite humorous. So it's not it's not like, it's, a, it's an enjoyable book, you know, it's not like a deep book that you're like going to find really intense, it's like a book that's like uplifting and kind of funny, but this poem's called She Swallowed a Spider. Right. I once knew a woman who swallowed a spider, so I could re-release the poem of how it tickled inside her. She allowed me to document as she dropped it into her latch. But three days later, another 1,000 baby spiders did hatch. <laughs> like something from a horror, the spiders emerged. From every orifice she had, these spiders did surge. They took over her house and they terrorised her kids. I could only watch in horror because I was documenting this. <laughs> the spiders were possessive and took to her like a mum as she continued to give birth to Spider 1001. Her husband returns from an overseas trip to see his wife, mother and spiders instead of his kids. A noble man, he tried to remain calm as he sat on his couch. But these possessive spiders, they wanted him out. They'd congregate like an army and bite him any chance they got. Getting anywhere near his wife was now a far distant thought. He needed a plan to get the spiders out of his life. He longed for the closeness of his kids and his wife. He had a solution and he had a goal. He was getting his wife back by pest control. Pest control arrive, another scary sight I might add, all those hoses and fumigation tubes and other equipment he had. The wife looked excited because she too wanted these spiders out and had faith for the pest control man because he was sexy and stout. <laughs> out comes his hoses as he fumigated her body, whilst the husband waited loyally outside in the lobby. 
spider's all gone and one happy wife who swallowed the spider for the tickle inside her. <laughs> that's my, that's, that's my that's spider. Smashing. I love that poem because it's got a start, uh-huh. it's got uh-huh. a full story, you yeah, know, I love it's, that. It's very, very humorous. I think kids would love that story. Mm, it's a bit sexy, well, bit sexy uh, for children. They'd get that. Aye, uh, I, I think they would just get the all the imagery of the, mm-hmm. um, you know, the the spiders and the, uh, uh-huh. the, you know. Well, it's it's actually it comes from uh the woman who swallowed a fly. Yeah, I don't know why she <laughs> swallowed a fly. So it's like a rewrite of mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But I love nursery nursery. Um, I like rewriting nursery rhymes and fairy tales and changing them, you know. Um, I like doing that. Because a lot of the nursery rhymes are quite dark, aren't they? Yeah, they can be, can't they? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, and if they're not, they will be once I'm finished with them. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a talent in itself. <laughs> so, so, I really like doing that. No, thanks very much for, for that. You know, you're, you're you're, it's a smashing book. Mm-hmm. I, I think... I think more people need to hear about it. And yeah, well, it's get, available yeah, on Amazon. Yeah. It's available at Waterstones Bookshops and it's available from lemmingtonbooks.com. And, um, yeah, it's a great book. If, you, if you're if you searching for it, it's Carla Woodburn that you search for and you'll find the book. And it's an orange cover with blue writing. Yeah. Published by Lemmington Books. Yeah, well, very, very, very well done. Thank you. I mean, um, you're doing so well, Carla. Thanks. Good for you. You know, all these irons in the fire. and It's a different type of uh, reality from a lot of other people that are used to working from nine till five. They do, you know, it's, it's, it's different reality from what some people are used to, you know. Um, it's, I suppose it's an arty, arty reality. Oh, absolutely, so it's for me that works you know and it keeps me happy and busy and and i enjoy it that's what i like so well that's good to hear good for you thank you well good luck is there anything else that that you um, would like to mention well yeah just if you want to if you want to if you're a poet yourself or if you've got any poems yourself written in scots or you know, just any in English, it doesn't matter. And you wanted to share your poetry with me, your my email address is expressyourselfprojects at outlook dot com. So get in touch, and that's all I wanted to say. Well, that's been very interesting, Carla. Thanks Thank you. Thanks so much, Pat. Thanks, Carla. Thanks, Pat. That's the end of this episode of Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End Chat. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did and I'll catch you the next time. Bye for now.